You're listening to the Uprise Astrology Podcast, a podcast that inspires the present-day visionary to rise to their best life. My name is Alan Sky, and I'm an astrologer and numerologist. I'm best known for cutting right through the noise and bringing the most important messages to you. Welcome to Uprise Astrology Podcast, friends. We are here live today. We are going to be talking about the astrology for all of my Virgo and Virgo rising friends. If you are here for the first time, definitely listen to your rising sign. If you know your rising sign, it'll actually give you a much accurate picture, more of where the transits are happening right now, okay? There's so much that's happening for you guys this month. Um, obviously, it is for all of us, but for you particularly, it is going to boil down to you not looking back anymore. You really moving forward because this period of your life where you have been sort of maybe waiting, <laughs> waiting for things to end or for an energy or a particular type of cycle of your life to end, this is coming to an end this month. There is so much that is going to make sense by the time you start to move into November. But right now, let's take a look at what is going to be happening for you guys. So I'm going to go week by week. So if you have like a sort of pattern or a ritual where you write things down in your calendar, I highly recommend, you know, pull out your calendar, pull out your journal and sort of write down the themes of every single one of the weeks and the dates that I'm mentioning, because that can help help you kind of navigate and make the best of the energies for this month. So first things first, um, October 1st, today, through the third, Mercury is going to be in an opposition with Neptune at 24 degrees. So right on time, you know, this is going to happen right before Mercury moves direct. Now for you guys, Mercury is in your first house and Neptune is in your seventh house. So this has to do with relationship dynamics and it has to do a lot with communication. When you have an opposition, Mercury, the planet of communication, an opposition to Neptune, the planet that definitely dissolves boundaries, we definitely take a look at a moment of confusion, at a moment of where we're seeking honesty as well. So look out for that. The first three days of October could have a lot to do with you sort of receiving some piece of information or some kind of communication, something that you're talking about with the people that are closest to you. And there could be sort of a clarity that you're seeking or an honesty that you're seeking. So be cautious about what you open up to in regards to things that don't make sense. Okay. This will have to do with how people view you, or there could be simply some misunderstanding that comes up and it's going to have to get, you know, uh, cleared up because there's the 24 degrees that involves other people, you know, that involves people who are um, part of our life as well. It could not just be one relationship dynamic. It could be more where you're going to have to really take a look at the story and wait before you commit to anything. If there's any commitment conversation that comes up during this time, definitely try to wait before you make any commitments. Then, of course, um, the story starts to evolve this first week of October because Mercury then moves direct. This is going to happen in your first house, which is 
awareness coming back online. Many of you had to rethink your role in the world, so to speak, who you are, especially in relationships. You've been rethinking, you've been weighing out the pros and the cons in regards to strategy when it comes to who you are, your character, how you actually portray yourself to other people, how other people even view you. There could have been a lot of pros and cons going back and forth, weighing things out. So Mercury goes back online here, brings you much needed relief, but at the same time, it becomes very interesting because there's so much communication that comes at us during this time. This Mercury retrograde and going direct is going to feel a little different this time around due to all the stuff that is happening in the sky in October. There's so much that's going on that could feel a little bit uncomfortable. So for you guys, this is going to be a perfect time to look for all things that really feel supportive to you and what your action plan is at this time, who you are at this time, who you're becoming, what you want to do moving forward when it comes to your persona, when it comes to even just what you want to communicate with people. You might be the person that is coming out with some kind of communication and this is then making other people around you a little bit uncomfortable. Could also be in a way where you didn't expect it. So Mercury goes direct here in the first house, definitely a big time. And then that week, what happens is, is we start to dive a little bit deeper. Certain challenges and issues continue to arise during this week, whether that is on a personal level or even globally, but this impacts us personally. And for you, Mercury trine Pluto, October 6th through the 7th at 26 degrees, this is going to happen between your first and your fifth house. The first house, we've already talked about it. It is about who you are, your persona, your character, your strategy, what you show other people about yourself, what you communicate with other people, right? About who you are, what you show them about you. And so the fifth house, Pluto has been here in the fifth house, really breaking things down when it comes to the definition of what makes you happy, okay? The truth of what makes you happy. And there could be some issues attached here, that have been long-standing issues of things that get in the way of you really showing your heart to people, really letting them in to your world. This could be a time where you're digging into that issue and finding out why that is. You know, when you're having that aha moment, you've been looking for that moment like you logically understood, but maybe there's a part of you that wanted to also align physically with it, align spiritually with it. So Mercury trying Pluto at 26 is that moment where we're willing to confront these types of issues. At 26, this involves other people as well. And it is a time where it leads to further validating any kind of pros and cons that you've been weighing out about yourself, how your mindset is when it comes to who you are, and then as a result, how that actually has been impacting you know, your happiness overall. This could also be a time where you're starting to have deeper, more profound uh, conversations with people in your life that could be your children, could be somebody that you're involved with who has been, you know, really helping you define and reshape the definition of what true love is really like, what love is really like. And so this is going to be a time where you're rising above a certain issue. So if you are trying to figure out a particular type of challenge during this time, this is it. You're rising above it. This is going to give you the endurance to keep going. And it gets backed up because the day after Pluto moves direct in your fifth house. This is going to be a huge time 
for all of us, for you in particular, Virgo, it is going to be about you just moving anything now, continuously moving out of the way that is not meant to be in your heart space. This is huge, okay? This is also you making big impacts. If you have children, Pluto is helping you make really big impacts in a good way on your children, okay? So this is going to be a time where you are just validating even more so and regenerating from within what happiness actually is all about for you, like the actual root of it, okay? What you deeply care for is going to continue to evolve here. The story is not ending here. It just is kind of beginning because you're reshaping literally who you are in your purpose as well. Fulfillment is going to take on a whole new definition, especially if you're moving with this Pluto Direct into 2023. This is going to be a time where you're going to really just feel refreshed in the sense that you start to figure out the things that you are caring for at such a deep level that this changes your heart and continues to change your heart. And it is just a very regenerative sort of um, regeneration, transformative sort of energy. Okay. Um, That is what I meant to say here. I may have butchered that word a little bit. (laughs) So huge week. All right. This is going to be a time where, you know, I feel like for many of you Virgos, you are going to start to begin that you are no, you're going to start to begin to realize that you're no longer in this place that feels sort of um, almost like a sense of boredom or that you are stuck or that you've been having to wait for whatever reason, like it's been not your time. You haven't really felt like yourself. That's over now. Okay. This is what Pluto is going to be communicating, especially with all the other um, aspects we just talked about. Now, let's move forward to the second week. And this week is so interesting. I'm going to be watching this week very, very closely. Um, I'm actually traveling during this week, so it's going to be really interesting um, for me as well. I'm a Virgo sun. Um, Now, for you, Virgo rising, this is going to be a week that's going to be impacting Mars, which is in your 10th house, the house of career, legacy, any kind of actions that you're taking that are very distinct, very deliberate. Um, This can also speak to administrative work. So Mars is in your 10th house, squaring Neptune in your um, seventh house. So this will have to do with relationship dynamics. So what's really interesting about this is that there could be relationships that come back into the picture here for you guys, um, that you may have had some contact with, or that you are, you know, in a strange, bizarre feeling with these relationships. Okay. This is sort of the feeling behind this. It's going to be happening all week long. So from October 9th until the 15th, that is how long the square is going to be sort of holding down from the time it applies until it releases. And so this is a strange feeling in the air. Okay. This is a week of caution for sure. There's many other amazing things that are happening during this week, but this particular square is all about being cautious around people in particular that sort of have a strange way of communicating or presenting themselves or something just feels off, okay? Something feels off about this energy. Now, for you, this can happen around work and this can happen with, you know, your one-on-one relationships, right? People that you have a close bond to where now you're starting to realize that 
you need some answers, <laughs> but then there is a sudden sort of twist in someone's intention. So look out for that, right? This is going to be huge. It could end up being a messy situation. And that's why this week, pay attention to everything that's happening within work or your role out there in the world and with your one-on-one -on -one relationships in particular, okay? There could be some secrecy or some kind of blaming that comes up to the surface that you didn't realize. And so now you're having to sort of deal with this. And there is sort of an impatience behind the 23rd degree. This is also very important. Whenever we have 23 degrees, it is a very mind-driven number. It's a very um, quick-driven sort of like degree. And so here it's super important to review how you feel and what you believe. And as a result, move forward with what you want to communicate. And so it's really important. And so it goes back and forth as well. If you're not that person, then you may have to pay attention to other people communicating stuff to you that is just so feels outlandish, you know, feels like this is kind of alien stuff, you know, <laughs> and it feels weird. There's like a weird sort of, you know, uh, bizarre energy behind it. So pay attention to that. October 9th, there is going to be a full moon uh, in Aries. This full moon is unfolding um, for you guys in your eighth house. This is very interesting because um, it's a time where you're going to start to get sort of a huge sense of where life is taking next, but it's a travel, it's a road that hasn't been traveled uh, before by you. It's a new time. And there is a sense of this, I don't know where life is taking me. I have to stay open to it. At the same time, there is a sense of quality over quantity here that comes up. This is in your eighth house, right? So the eighth house has a lot to do with our psyche, it has a lot to do with our psychology. It has a lot to do with the things that we think is mysterious, you know, in life. And on a bigger point of view level, this house has to do with commitments. So these subjects I just mentioned, you're going to deepen these. There is something that comes up here where the full moon in Aries is going to show you that quality is better than quantity when it comes to your uh, commitments. So there's a deepening of that. Follow your instinct here. This is huge because 16 is a number that has a lot to do with our faith. It has a lot to do with what we're sensing. It has a lot to do with what needs to change as a result of it in the now. It has to do with our day-to-day, -day, you know, rhythm, our routine. And so for you, this is going to be a big time with the full moon in Aries that you start to begin to see that something in your commitments have to change, you're changing your mind, or you have to sort of rethink quality over quantity. Something like this is going to come up. I'm going to be diving actually deeper into the full moon in Aries at another report, so look out for that. It's going to come out in the next couple of days where we will be going live and just going a little bit deeper into this full moon in Aries. October 10th, is another interesting day because this is going to be when Mercury moves into Libra. So Mercury is going to leave your first house, finally moving from the conversation and keeping your mind on you to money. Okay, this is when money is going to start to come into the picture. All your mental focus and your conversations are going to be on money, making more money, what needs to happen around money, and even productivity. So many of you could actually be in a place where you're going to start to realize 
you're going to take a risk. You're going to become a lot more productive, you know? Um, but it has to do with take, taking risks during this time when Mercury is moving through that uh, 10th house. More on that uh, later. Now, October 11th and the 12th, this is when the sun is forming a trine to Saturn. The sun is going to be in your second house, the house of money, illuminating how and what you want to create or manifest at this time in the physical sense. And that trine is going to be happening to your sixth house. The sixth house is the obstacle course. You know more than everybody else. It's the house where, you know, we are understanding the organization to our life, right? What needs to get organized in our day-to-day? What are we doing from the moment we wake up until we go to bed? So over here, this is going to be now a time where you're going to make a decision or you may have been weighing out the pros and cons with a decision that now you know, this is it, it finally benefits me. This is something that I'm going to continue to do on the day to day because it's giving me that productivity. It's giving me that value back. It's a beautiful time where you're moving forward and you're making a solid decision here. There is a brief moment on the 12th where the sustainability of that, um, the conversation of whether it's sustainable or not is going to come up because Mercury is going to be in an opposition with Jupiter and this is going to be in your eighth house. So Mercury will be in the second, making an opposition to Jupiter in the eighth. This has to do with you just taking a look at, can, can I really commit like that? You're questioning it, but it's a brief moment, something to overcome, okay? Overall, I think that this week is going to show you that anything that benefits you for the future right now, stick to those things because there is an overall sense of self-discipline and becoming centered again that kind of comes back into the picture. Now let's move on to October uh, 13th and 14th. Now Venus joins the party. Venus says, I'm going to try and Saturn as well. This is going to happen between your um, second house and the sixth house, where you start to realize that relationships are in full support of what it is that you're doing, or you're bringing relationships into the decision making. There's a exciting and almost like an energizing kind of feeling behind this. Things are coming together in a beautiful way, but make sure that every decision that you're making is something that you know is going to be good for the now and the future. Very important, okay? All right. Now, before I move on to the next transit, I realize um, I want to just kind of introduce myself real quick. My name is Alan Sky. I'm an astrologer and numerologist. If you're here for the first time on my channel, welcome. I would love for us to hang out. If you like what you see here on this channel, I give forecasts. I focus on kind of giving you as much information as possible so that you can kind of prepare for the energies that are coming up on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis. So if you like what it is that I have to offer here, I would love for you to hang out with me. Subscribe to my channel, ring the bell. Every time you ring the bell, it notifies you when I'm here so that you don't miss any of the most important messages to you. All right, now that I have introduced myself, let's move on to the next week, which is the third kind of week around October. This is when the sun is going to be still in the uh, second house, trining Mars in your 10th house at 24 degrees. This is big, bold action and making big moves around money. 
this is why I was saying like you guys are going to be taking a risk in a sense. Uh, the sun here is illuminating an opportunity when it comes to money making productivity or something that's really important to you that has value to it. Okay. So it's sort of like, you know, maybe you're going to make more cash, you know, maybe you're going to uh, secure that promotion. There is a big, bold action that's happening here. Mars is going to stay in your 10th house for several months, though. So the story is just sort of shaping and beginning. Um, Mars and Gemini is going to stay here until mid-March of next year. So it's a long time, you know. It's a long time to rethink your ideas and what it is that you're doing, digging in more, looking at what works. And sometimes all you can do is take a risk because you don't know actually if it's going to work out or what will end up working out. This is going to be the journey that starts for a lot of you here, okay? But in general, it's a very enthusiastic sort of, you know, trine. So there's an enthusiasm that comes through for those days and you're more likely to just kind of open up to seeing like, yeah, this is a risk worth taking, you know, this is something that I see myself kind of doing for the future. And if it works out, it would be great, right? But you don't know until you take the action. So this is going to happen between your second and the 10th house. So it'll impact your legacy and your career. And so moving on to October um, 20th through the 26th, another very interesting week, because now what happens is during this week, the sun and Venus are going to be in a conjunction. This is going to happen, start out in your second house um, because the sun and Venus are going to be finishing up their transit in Libra. And so what's happening is, is that this is a happy mood. This is a big time sort of, I'm happy. There is affection around and passion around what it is that you are um, focusing on when it comes to productivity and money and things that are really, really valuable to you in a physical sense, as well as from, you know, within. And so what happens is on the uh, 23rd, that is when you're starting to kind of get a taste for what life can be like. And then boom, Saturn moves direct in your sixth house. And then Venus and the sun and Venus start to transition into your third house into Scorpio. So this is a very interesting week because this is going to be a time, I think, when a lot of you are going to start to realize, okay, I didn't think about these sets of responsibilities. I didn't think about X, Y, Z. Like, I had no idea I now have to work out my communication in regards to this. My environment has to fit now this money-making, you know, pursuit that I have. And so things have to get worked out for it. But then there is a distinct change and a forward movement because of the degrees in which the plans are going to be communicating here in the last week of October. This is like a distinct sort of change that is occurring. And you're going to start to see that you're drawing the line like this is it. I'm, I can't look back anymore. I have to move forward now. Like there's no other choice. That is the sense that I'm getting behind this particular week. And, um, you know, you guys let me know how things are working out for you. Um, I'm just so curious to know. Now, the last thing I want to touch base on, actually, before we go into the Mars retrograde, there is going to be a solar eclipse here that is going to uh, initiate in your third house. 
I'm going to cover that more in depth in another video because there are so many transits to cover. I don't want to sit here and make this a very long video, but just kind of give you a brief overview of what this month is going to look like. So make sure that you check out and look for the solar eclipse in Scorpio video that I will have out. So Mars retrograde. At the end of the month, we are starting that Mars retrograde journey. Mars has actually entered uh, Gemini, I believe around August 20th. And it's going to stay here until about, I'm, I think it's going to be either March 23rd or 27th. I cannot remember the exact date right now. I'm going to have to look that up. But it is going to stay here until March of 2023. So this is your house of career. This is a not personal house, okay? This is a house that gets you involved with the world. Somehow you guys are going to get involved with the world, your role, who you are, what you're up to, what kind of actions you're going to be taking, and where your life is sort of taking you next. This is becoming super apparent here. But at the same time, Mars and Gemini is going to have to solve a lot of issues here in the 10th house. It is going to be sort of in a way where you will have to talk a lot. You will have to speak up a lot. There's a lot of communication. But there is, over the next seven months, a chance to free up possibilities here that you didn't consider before, but you now have to consider them or potentials or at some level, problem solving. You know, at some level, you're going to be needed when it comes to your career, your legacy, and even administrative work, right? Because the 10th house can oftentimes have to do with administrative work. So Mars here in this house is going to perform really well. I mean, you guys are going to get a lot of stuff done. Okay, so that retrograde though, is getting initiated. So all actions sort of stop. There's something to review here. There's something you have to reconsider. And you're going to start that process at the end of the month. So if you guys want to know a little bit more about the overall pulls of October 2022, I have a separate video that is dedica dedicated to Libra season and the new moon in Libra that kind of covers the entire pulls for the month. And in that video, I cover what you should focus on, why you should focus on it in even more depth. So watch that video next. Thank you guys so much for being here, for tuning in. And I am going to see you in my next video. Bye.